Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Again, again, again. everybody welcome back this is the sportsman i am the big ticket this is cold cuts alongside me how are we doing this morning cold cuts doing good doing good ticket a little early morning here with the three three hour eastern time zone difference <laughs> tickets settled in very nicely <laughs> pounding coffee over here trying to wake up so a little little on the tired side but uh happy to be here happy to be doing this a little different having you in charleston doing it now but uh or, or are you in pennsylvania no yeah i'm in pa but i'll be for the future i'll be in charleston but it's not as early as last week where we did the 5 a.m call that was that was absurd that, that was, was absurd. absolutely absurd and i have to say that that episode is one of our best episodes yet yeah by the numbers i mean i we felt like it was a good one when we finished we said it to each other but also by the numbers that was just about our best episode yet i'd like to also think that we're kind of growing a little bit of steam here um you know we're as we push steam. forward that that has something to do with it but hey if that's the case i'll fucking film at one in the morning i, I don't really care <laughs> that means we get more ratings and the earlier the better by me all right, well, let's just jump into it. We had a lot of things set up to talk about today, but what just happened was Urban Meyer, he's out after 13 games in Jacksonville. He came in with a lot of bravado. He came in with big energy, and he ultimately ended a dud, didn't even make it the full season. What are you thinking about this guy, Cuts? This is an absolute, utter disaster. I mean, he we, we talked about this throughout the year. I mean, he just did not look – he didn't look happy on the sidelines. There are rumors that he had been getting into it with players, with assistant coaches, calling them garbage. I mean, I think part of the problem is, if I'm being honest – uh, the transition from college to, to, to the NFL as a coach, it's a very difficult transition for a lot of these coaches to make. You go from being the head honcho, the big, you know, you're, you are the big guy on campus. You're making the calls. You're, you're, you're dealing with ultimately kids to now you're dealing with professionals and you're dealing with other men. And, you know, a lot of the antics, they just don't fly in the professional league. And I, I, I just don't think that Urban Meyer was ready for it. I don't think ultimately he was prepared for what was, you know, the task at hand. And, you know, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. And he went on record saying, you know, a bunch of different things. And, you know, I thought it would wait till the end of the season. The fact that he didn't even last the duration of the season is quite frankly, pretty, pretty, pretty sad. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think, you know, we won't, we have not seen the last of Urban Meyer. I'm sure he will come back. I doubt he'll be back in the NFL. Um, but I, I do truly believe you'll see him back in, in, in college. Listen, the, 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 the professional game isn't for everybody. Look at, look at Saban, right? He had what one season with the dolphins. It was a disaster. They, they were not good. Um, and some guys are just better fit for the college game. And it's simple as that. He went back and he's been absolutely crushing in Alabama ever since. And he, he'll go down as the, maybe one of the best coaches of all time in college. This guy is a fucking piece of shit. This guy <laughs> is a garbage man. He's a train wreck. Everywhere he's gone, he's had a lot of success. That's for sure. And it's always overshadowed 
just what a piece of fucking scum this guy is. I mean, at Florida, he was he knew more than he let on about some sexual allegations that brought to his attention that he swept under the rug. At Ohio State, he was breaking all kinds of recruiting rules and left there. And now he comes to Jacksonville and no one respects him. He's kicking the, the punter. Is that, did I hear that correctly? He's kicking. The I never punter. heard about that. Yeah. There's a kicker who alleged that he kicked him during one of the practices. He's called, like you said, he called his coaches, a bunch of losers. Well, yeah. hire new ones, urban. You hired well, we them. Hired those guys. So you hired the- them. You hired losers. You hired losers. <laughs> you got everything you could have ever wanted. You wanted instant success. You can't stand a couple of losses. That's what happens in Jacksonville. You're going to have to endure a couple of losses. And he couldn't take it. He's a baby. He's a child. He's he's an asshole. He, and and not stinks. only that, he got into it with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor and Lawrence good for Trevor Lawrence for sticking up for himself. You know, this kid's coming out of what he's oh. with one of the best coaches of all time. He, he he respects what a coach is to him. Okay. And then he comes into a new place. He says, well, this is my coach. I, I've always had good ones. I, I got to, I got to look up to this guy. And after six or seven weeks, he says, you know what? Fuck this. This is the NFL. Now I'm a grown man. I'm the leader of this team. Fuck this guy. Fuck him. <laughs> well, they had, they had, this they had guy that. stinks. He doesn't well, know what he's not, talking not about. That. Was it that James Robinson's not been playing because he and he's one of the best players on the field? So I think yeah. Lawrence was getting, you know, a, a, you know, was talking about that. And 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 then there was a play where they had the the fourth and inches and they didn't they didn't run the quarterback sneak. And, and Lawrence was like, well, I'm going to do you know what my coach wants me to do. But there was clearly disarray in that franchise. And I mean, I just hope my. this 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 prize of an asset. This lottery ticket oh. that Jacksonville has hit on with Trevor Lawrence. I, I will say I was not a Clemson fan. I didn't like him in Clemson. I was never a huge Trevor Lawrence fan. And then I saw him operate in Jacksonville and I like the way he moves. I like well, the way his saw him mechanics. Him early on because he's been pretty fucking horrific the last and he, weeks. he He's been absolutely fucking screwed so far in Jacksonville, <laughs> as most people are. You're making but, every excuse for the but guy. But I love this. Oh, he's with Urban Meyer, Joe. This guy stinks. He's a loser. And <laughs> well, that, I, I think Trevor gone. Lawrence will now finally, if they hire the right guy, they never seem to hire the right guy. Jacksonville, like the Lions, just a bunch of losers. They always hire the wrong people. But maybe, just maybe this time, they'll hire the right guy. Trevor Lawrence can get on a bit of a rhythm, get get some good management in there, get some good pieces. Maybe they'll actually play their best player, James Robinson. And maybe they can tack on a couple of W's and he can become a, a decent playoff player, decent playoff team. You got to focus back on that defense. I mean, if you if you if you yeah. look at when when Jacksonville was at their best, right? And they I think they were did they make the AFC Championships? I think they did against New England. Their defense was their pride and joy because they had Blake Bortles as their fucking quarterback. They were not an offensive powerhouse. I think the defense is just terrible, um, and ultimately that leads to them being down big in games and then Trevor Lawrence is trying to bring them back. And, and it's it just, you know, listen, there's with the Trevor Lawrence thing, I I'm a little hard on him because I like to get a rise out of you, but at the end of the day, I do think, you know, it's, it's a transition to the NFL. It doesn't take, it doesn't happen overnight. You watch Peyton Manning, his first rookie season. He was terrible. He was throwing picks like crazy. He was not good. Mm-hmm. It's going to take time for that team to gel. And you know what? I think part of the problem is going back to urban Meyer, he, you got a guy like that who's experienced winning his whole career. You know, he's not adjusted to going in and dealing with losses. And, 
And something like that, that's a long-term situation you got to focus on. It's not short-term. You're not going to see short-term success in a team like Jacksonville or the Lions for that matter. You're going to need to see a, 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 you know, a culture change. You're going to need to see something, you know, where you develop long-term, you know, stability within the team. And then ultimately the results will follow. I mean, I, I, I'm not even the world's biggest Trevor Lawrence fan. I just thought it was interesting how he was all the rage. He was all anyone wanted to talk about. And then the second the season started, it was all Justin Fields. It was all Mac Jones. It was, all, and then no one was really talking about well, the Trevor eyeball Lawrence. test tells me that Justin Fields and Mac Jones are a lot better than Trevor Lawrence. Well, they're in a lot better situation. That's for sure. <laughs> that is true. I mean, Justin Fields definitely has a, he's got a terrible coach, but the, the team around him is way, uh, way, he doesn't have way, exactly way like, I mean, his offensive line is awful. Yeah. But the, the talent around him and at least Matt Nagy puts the talent in the game. I mean, Urban Meyer wasn't even doing that. Urban Meyer wasn't even flying home after losses. He was staying back at his restaurant, getting fucking grinded on by 18-year-olds. Yeah, that was – This that was. guy was a train wreck. So I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence will be all the things they said before the season started. I just think this kid's got a real shot as long as they don't fuck him up over there in Jacksonville. But I, I think they're going to have a hard time getting a good coach to come in because not only is that owner, Shad Khan, is he, he's a bit of a lunatic himself. I, it's just that that organization's in such disarray. Who who is going to want to be the coach there? I, I don't know. Yeah, I've I've talked enough about the Jaguars for one episode. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Um, for, you've heard us talk about the last few weeks, the Warriors, the Warriors, the Warriors, best bet in basketball. Well, there's a new team in town, Cleveland, 23 there's a new dog in town, Cleveland, folks. 23 and seven and oh against the spread 15 straight 15 covers, straight covers. And you know what? The, the Warriors, Warriors are 18, started... nine and one against the spread. They've started so... to slip up lately. The Warriors They're not coming. They beat the Pacers by what? Two points. I mean, two points. The, I, I've stopped bet. I've stopped betting on the Warriors. Well, I told honest. you that this East Coast road <laughs> trip was going to be tough. Once they get back home, once they get back in that setting, I think they are going to be. It. I'm not putting my money on the Cavs. Okay, but it's I'm the best bet in basketball right now. For now, but now well, for everyone now, you know? knows that, and the Cavs still stink. They're getting very favorable spreads. Well, I, then I that's like great. It. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, because they're going to start to adjust. They're going to start to adjust these lines, and they're not going to cover we, anymore. All right. Why don't we try something? All right. Let's see. What do we you want to try? We go five games. Okay. <laughs> next. Wait, 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 wait. The next five games, you can stick with the Warriors. I will go on the Cavs. And at the end of five games, we'll see, we'll who see who's, up. Is, who's up. All right. Well, let's take a look at this schedule real yeah, quick. Take a look. Take a look. Let, let's, let's see what's going on with, <laughs> with both of these teams. Let's you see. You want to make here. sure they're not playing the Suns twice again like the last yeah, time. Yeah, that fucking screwed me too. Okay, geez, they're still in. <laughs> so they have Boston still. Uh, yeah, but Boston's not that goal. good this year. Yeah, but year. they're still on the East Coast. Like they're still traveling. They haven't been seen their wives and been at home. Oh, okay, the so Cavs have the Bucks. Jesus. All right. So here's the here's the Warriors at Boston, at Toronto, and then they go back to the West Coast. Finally, they play Sacramento. They play oh, Mem that should be a huge. They play spread. Memphis and then they play Phoenix again. Christ Almighty! Man. Okay, well look at the. Cavs, I'll take that okay? though. I'll take that. The Cavs have at Bucks, okay, and then at Atlanta, and then at Boston, 
then they're at home against the Raptors, and then they're at the Pelicans. So they only have one home game in the next five. Yeah. Now, granted, they are they are in the East Coast, but but still, that's that's not. They got the the Bucks, the Hawks, who are very capable, and then they got the Celtics. I mean. Okay, let's do it. I'll let's absolutely go. take you up on that. I'll take the Warriors. I'm sticking with my dogs. You can take the Cleveland Cavaliers. I like the new shiny toy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you certainly do. I um, do. And it's always going to be the spread, and it's always going to be the same amount of money. Now, what? Ha- what? Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 not, I'm not going big on this. I'm going to let people know yeah, right I now. I wouldn't. Okay, well, I'm just saying I'm not going big on this. But at the end, at the end <laughs> of the five games, if say Cleveland is like four and one, and the Warriors are like two and three or three and two, I, I'd like you to start to maybe. Uh, I'll give it up. I'll give it up. I'll give it up. at least at least I don't say I'm not saying give up on the Warriors, but I'm saying maybe have a sidekick. Have the, the only Cleveland- thing that stops me from enjoying this run that Cleveland is on is that overall they're a bad team. It doesn't so matter. It's hard for me to put money on them when I know they're bad. When cons- we when we hit the Sunday two weeks ago ticket, you were in town, okay? Yeah. And we took the money line, the, the Lions, the, yes, the Lions money line against the Vikings. But you that was not easy week. to watch. But was that not incredible to it see? Hits incredible. It was unbelievable. But so part again, of that was because they didn't have a win, and but the other half is you. We don't bet them every week. We don't bet them I every understand week. that, but if you told me the Lions in the NFL were covering every week, I absolutely would jump on board. All right. All right. All right. Hey, I'm I'm in. I'm in. I want to see if Cleveland can continue this. I think Vegas. I don't think I can name four starters from their from from the Cleveland Cavaliers. No, no. I don't think I can. I I, I actually not. I know I cannot. Is I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna watch Jerry. these games. I have no idea who the fuck is who's got the rock out there. <laughs> It's Wait, gonna... let's, let's let's take a look at their roster just real quick. I want to see if I know anybody on this team. I really, I don't. I mean, just <laughs> Darius Garland. <laughs> okay, no Kevin Love. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, Jared Allen. They got him in the Nets trade. He, he's a good. Player. Jared Allen's the big guy who blocks a lot. He's big good. afro. Yeah, he's he's very good. Oh, Markinen was Markinen. I know him. He used to yeah. play with the Bulls. Okay. Yep. And then, and then it really Ricky Rubio's on the team. Oh, I'm with the Spaniard there, Tim. <laughs> but their points leader is a guy named Darius Garland. Do you know who that is? I've never heard of this man. No, I don't. Oh, he was drafted a couple of years ago. First round pick, number five out of Vanderbilt. He's averaging 19 points a game. Yeah, I mean, he's... Listen... I, I'm willing to watch this experiment unfold, and I will absolutely jump on board if I, if I see some real results. Oh, they have Denzel Valentine too from Michigan State. Oh, all of a sudden, tickets starting to like. I a always wondered bit of what happened to this guy. Chemistry He's not much- that they're put together here in <laughs> Cleveland. Oh, listen, listen it doesn't need to be sexy ticket. Just I, I think True. our 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 overall plan is to make the the viewers and the listeners aware that there are trends to to look at. In in you know in the betting game and especially with basketball and this is one that definitely needs to be discussed so much so that I had um, a listener who who listens to our podcast every week hit me up and say you you guys need to discuss the Cleveland Cavaliers so I'm glad yeah. that you brought it up because um, he said he's been on them for the last two weeks and he's been riding high so that's all we're trying to do here I'm not saying put your life savings on them but I'm saying keep it aware it could be a good bet moving forward um, Lord knows you're not making money on our picks from the sportsmen so. 
our football. Well, picks yeah, our awful. football pick. We've been pretty good uh, for basketball. Basketball, yeah, but football, but football has was, been just atrocious. I even, I even resorted to the wheel, and it's it's just. I all think you got to ride the wheel again. I think you need to ride the oh, wheel one no. more. One more go week. away from the wheel because we love the pick, but they did get destroyed. They got absolutely destroyed. But the first half of that game, dude, you were in it. Anyway, we'll get there. We will get there. <laughs> All right, well, moving on here, we're going to do a little rapid fire. We're going to spend no more than two minutes on each of these topics. Uh, Cutsy, I'm going to hit you with a few of them. Let's start number one here. I'm going to hit you with Micah Parsons, Defensive Player of the Year, yes or no? Uh, The only other player to do that is Mr. Lawrence Taylor as a rookie. I think very close, yeah. I think it's between him and Miles Garrett. Um, Garrett is putting up a monstrous season. He is. Um, Micah Parsons is a guy that I, you know, on a on a side story, I know him. Uh, I met him um, at Saquon's house uh, a couple of years ago. He's a great guy. Um, when he when he got drafted by the Cowboys, I messaged him. I said, "Congrats." He was like, he he hit me back up. He's a super nice guy. Um, I truly hope he does get it. I think this guy is focused. He is a game changer. He can play on the line. He's he's essentially a linebacker, but he can play a multitude of positions. He is a dominant force. I think it's going to come down to the next few weeks and see how they both finish out. I think it's one A one B right now. Him and my uh, and Miles Garrett, um, but I'm rooting for Micah. I absolutely am. Yeah, he's a great guy. We're we're always rooting for the Penn State guys around here. It's just unbelievable. If he committed just to rushing all the time, he'd probably be the sacks leader. Or if he committed just to playing coverage, he'd be one of he would be the best linebacker out there in coverage. I mean, he can keep up with some of the fastest receivers out there. It's unbelievable. This guy can yeah. do almost anything. You can put him anywhere and he can play he, just about He deserves position. it. I just think if Miles Garrett ends up with the 100%. most sacks in Good. in a season, he's going to he's going to win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like the uh, what happened in baseball with you know Shohei Otani and, and Vladdy. It's like Vladdy's doing an unbelievable thing, but this kid is. If you break both the record for the sacks in a year and you're not the defensive player of the year, I think there's it's a criminal. I agree. All right. Well, now officially, with the Cardinals losing, the Packers are ranked number one everywhere and anywhere you look. There's no one who will number tell you the one Packers in the NFL, aren't number one. Baby. How does that feel? How about those cheese heads, Tick? <laughs> it's all coming up, Joe, right now in the sports category. I mean, our next topic, we'll find out why. But right now, the Packers, how do you feel about them being number one? Is there anything they need to do or just keep doing what they're doing? Special teams this last week was horrific if you yeah. watch the game. It was scary. Um, Mason Crosby still scares me when he lines up for a big field goal. I don't think he's solved his problems yet. So there's areas of concern there. That being said, Jair Alexander isn't far away from making a comeback. Bakhtiari was back on the practice field this week. There's rumors that Zadarius Smith in the next few weeks are coming back. We're talking Pro Bowl players here, top-end players in the league, and we're doing it without them. This Rasul Douglas as our cornerback has come from nowhere the guy's got two games with pick sixes Aaron Rodgers looks like he's having a heyday you give him an all pro top end pro bowl tackle on his left side to give him more time I mean there is a lot to be excited about was before the Packers he was the Arizona Cardinals practice squad (laughs) and this guy I don't know what they're doing here in Green Bay but they're just taking 
they're like the the, oh. the misfit toys that have just yeah. come together and they've become a band of brothers. It is nice to watch the Green Bay Packers play defense now. Um, I'm very excited. I I'm saying this. I said at the beginning of the year, I think we're going to the Super Bowl. I still believe it. If we get healthy and we keep Aaron healthy, I do not see us losing, especially if we have home field throughout the playoffs. We will not allow a team like the Bucs to come back to Lambeau this year and beat us. We have won every game in Lambeau this year. We do not have a loss there. You add the, the frigid temperatures and everything. I think I think it's all coming up here, Ticket. I really believe it. A um, lot to be seen, though. Tom Brady looks incredible. Um, he does. I think the Rams are a sleeper team to be to be cautious of. They've got a lot of talent. Um, and then the Cardinals are there, too, and they are high-profiling with, with Murray at the helm. He's been banged up. So it's going to be a real grind to finish out here. But to answer your question, I think there's a lot to be excited about in Packer Nation. And I truly believe that this team could end up with a Super Bowl ring at the end of the year. Yeah, before the beginning of the year, I had the uh, Rams versus the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. I, I I don't know who you swap out. I think the Rams. I, I still like Tom Brady and the Bucks, but I think the Packers played them in the NFC Championship game, and I think Aaron Rodgers gets his second Super Bowl. I mean, it's, playing they're just like playing. A man they're playing next man up football. It's like if someone gets hurt, the next guy comes in, and they're they're playing like an absolute stud. The only misfit toy they can't get to work is Jordan Love. That guy stinks. If it wasn't yeah, for he's him, never, he's never if it wasn't for him, you guys would be the only only 11 win team in the league right now yeah but anyway moving on they look fantastic why it's all coming up joe is now the canucks are on a <laughs> five-game winning streak with they are rejuvenated ticket Boudreau. how do you bruce feel? there it is <laughs> bruce the bulldog Boudreau. dude this guy's got them playing like fucking the team that i know that they were yeah. And, they, and you know, I, I love to see a team face a little adversity. They played Columbus the other night, down 3 nothing. They come back, score four unanswered goals, win 4-3 in regulation. They're playing like a team that has nothing to lose. And I told you on the last podcast after they'd won two straight, I said, I'm seeing a little turnaround. I'm seeing it the motivation, the culture change. I'm seeing something. I think this is going to end up being a, a playoff team. And and I'm Joe Stradamus. Here I come. I'm telling you right now, this team looks good. They have a lot of talent. They're too good of a team. And we said this before to not be in the playoff hunt or to be a playoff team. I, I truly believe it. Um, if you can get Pedersen and some of these guys who've been very quiet to start the year off, going i really i feel excited to see what I'm, I'm, to see what happens i i'm not going to say that they're going to win the stanley cup but i do definitely think they can make some noise and i do definitely think that they could potentially make the playoffs but it's very exciting to see how quick the turnaround has been with this guy at the helm it's been very nice to see because whenever a canadian team especially uh, you know british columbia they deserve it they deserve it you guys are such staunch fans we've taken every other sports team away from you guys you love your hockey and it's, it's good to see you guys uh winning again uh, do we start betting the canucks soon soon okay we'll come back to it i need week. i need to see a little bit more of the litmus test than uh, than the five games that we've <laughs> all right soon. we'll come back to it next week and our last topic that i'm going to fire at you before we head into our picks is this transfer portal thing for college it's getting, in my opinion, a bit out of hand. It's, it's becoming worse than free agency in the NFL. Kids are playing one year here, going, going over there. It started as a nice tool for a guy who lost his job to maybe try and get a starting job in a different school. And now it's just become 
a, a new way for players to brand themselves. Schools are finding a lot less structure because they're losing half their team each year to a brand new school or they're going into the draft. It's harder to find your way as a college now building your team for the future. What do you think about this transfer portal? Do you like it? Do you think it puts the power back into the players, into the students, or do you think it's getting out of hand? I think it depends case on case, uh, case to case. Listen, the, the expectations of these kids are very high, right? I'm going to give an example. Um, uh, Spencer Rattler started off the season as a potential Heisman candidate. Okay. The guy, essentially, he played one bad game. All right. He played one really bad game, got pulled. They pulled their freshman in. The guy took over and, and Rattler really never saw the field again. I think he had an opportunity against Baylor a few weeks back, but that, th- that just goes to show the turnaround of like how high of uh, expectations people have of these guys and how high of a recruit they can be to all of a sudden being irrelevant. So someone like that going and switching to a new team to give himself a more ample opportunity to be transferred uh, to, to, to be recruited. I, I understand that. I just think, as you said, it's a little bit, it's getting a little bit ridiculous, but I think you got to look at it case by case. I do. I think it's getting out of hand. I think when it's used appropriately, it's used as in the example that you just gave. A guy like Spencer Rattler, well, now he lost his job. Maybe he can go find a starting job at Florida or at Florida State or somewhere else. And someone's looking for a QB. He can definitely go find that. And that's when it's used appropriately. When it's being abused, I think some of these kids now are jumping from school to school like, oh, I I tried my brand out at Michigan and it didn't work so well. Maybe let me try it out over here at the U. And I think now that players are starting to get some money coming in and can make brand endorsements, I think they're starting to abuse it. But you know what? For so long, students were getting absolutely fucked by the NCAA. Maybe this is maybe a little overcorrection is due. You got to think as well too. These are their their, their futures are in their hands, right? So they they want to make sure that they're getting as much. You want to get a lot of coverage. Some of these teams, you know, they're not playing on national teams or, or national television as much, or they're not highly covered as much. I don't know. It's their future that they're looking at. They want to make sure that they're giving themselves an opportunity to endorse themselves as much as possible in order to secure an NFL team drafting them and, and making it a business career out of this. I I don't have any problems with that. I just think it needs to be done in, in relativity, you know? Yeah. Any illusion that there's any education going on with these players has completely (laughs) gone out the window now. I mean, you just can't get an education jumping around school to school. Well, let's move on to everybody's favorite segment Everybody's favorite segment of the show is our NFL picks. It, uh, it, it, fade us, guys. I mean, that's why we still make them. That's why we still make them. And I have it. to say, you were so happy this week. Okay, just to give a little backdrop quickly, tickets play of the week was the football team to cover six and a half. It was. It looked like yeah. the game was done. Dak throws an ungodly awful last, you know, late pick in the fourth quarter football team comes back, runs it in for six. All of a sudden it looks like they're going to be down six points and ticket messages me just fired the fuck up. Football team is covering. Technically, they were not covering. And as I read the text, I looked up to the screen and proceeded to watch their field goal kicker miss the extra point. Yeah. 
absolute devastation. That text I sent is the reason he missed that kick. I I know you should just <laughs> waited. I mean, and they lost well, they by played, seven. They were playing so putrid the entire day. I was like, this is dead in the wood. This is deader than dead. And they almost pulled the back door cover. They almost did. And I just got ahead of myself. Had I waited 30 more seconds, he would have made that kick and we would have been covering. <laughs> and yet and again, again, another devastating what about my pick? for the sportsman. You, the your wheel pick looked, looked so good. It did look good for the first half. And then all, all of a sudden, the Jets remember oh. who they were and, and got absolutely They looked obliterated. like the better team in the first half. They it's did. The most. Most Jets I've watched in a single solitary week ever. It was disgusting. But it, but they looked like the better team in the first half. And then they just kept pounding Kamara and pounding the running game. And, and, and they just wore them down to a nub. And then just the icing on the cake was the last play of the game. Fucking Taysom Hill runs for a 50-yard touchdown. So it just blew the spread out even more. But yeah, it's I just don't know. That's been the Jets all year. They they get a quarter, they get a half of football where they look really good, but they can't put a full game together. And that's something Robert Sell is gonna have to deal with moving forward. But cutsy, are you gonna go back to the wheel? I am not. You're not going back to the wheel. I'm taking a sidestep from the wheel this week because right. you know what? I've been overthinking bets and I've been overthinking picks and I think at the end of the day, you got to stick with your guns. And this week, I'm sticking with my boys. It's uh-huh. a Packers week. And this is the reason why. And it's, I, I want to make it very clear. It's not just because it's my team, but you just look at it from – you just do the eyeball test, okay? Lamar Jackson, he may not even play the game. And I am not fooled by this Garrett Huntley whatsoever. This guy is not the protege he looked like against the Browns the second half of that game. That game was done. It was over, and he did it all in garbage time. That being said, Lamar Jackson – Harbaugh said if he is healthy, he will play. That being said, I think they will force him to play even if he is not 100%. So you're going to get a Lamar less than 100%. It's five and a half. The spread is five and a half. This Packers team is catching a groove right now. I really believe in this team. I think this is the game to go on. I, I don't think I'm over. I'm overlooking it. And I just I would be remiss with myself if I didn't take them this week just to do the wheel. Um, I want to give myself an opportunity to try here. And what do you think about the pick? I love it. I have it written down. It was if you weren't going to say it, I was going to say it. I was surprised that it's so low in Baltimore. I thought it would have been closer to six and a half, maybe even seven. But the Ravens, even when Lamar was 100%, he was throwing picks after picks, trying yeah, to force look good. Mark Andrews. And they haven't looked good even when he's in. So I love the Packers minus And the defense and has not been very good as well. And no. the last reason I do like it is the Packers are now the number one seed in the NFC. Um, so they will not take their foot off the break. They, yeah. they will absolutely, they need to win all of these games. Um, they got a pretty decent schedule moving forward. They got some teams that they should be beating, like the Lions and stuff, still on the docket. This is probably our toughest game left on the schedule. So I really think they're going to come out guns blazing. Packers minus five and a half. Book it. Um, again, I've been abysmal. I've been less than abysmal. I've been awful. I've not given a single solitary winner. Um, but I think this is a week that it's going to happen. I think the Packers are one of the best teams in the league at covering spreads. There's only been like one or two games they have not throughout the entire season. So that's my bread and butter. I'm going to go to them this week. Yeah. And I think they'll take me to the promised land for my first win. For, for your first win. You've oh, been garbage. I love you, but it's I've been, been bad. It's been and in really everything bad. else, I've been so good. It's just yeah. this one pick. It's, it, it keeps eluding me. To well, it. do you want to make a second pick with the wheel? 
Oh. Give yourself a, give yourself an opportunity. Uh, I haven't even set the wheel up here. I oh, you don't have you don't have it ready from last week. Well, no, I just have to put the names of the team. Okay, you put them in. I'll make my. I have two picks this week, so I'll make my two picks, and then we'll finish up with you doing the wheel. Okay. My first pick. I'm going back. I lost last week. It sucked. I felt very good about my pick, but I'm going back to my last win. I'm going back to the team that got me on a bit of a streak. I'm going back to the New England Patriots. Okay. I'm putting my oh, money. Oh, this is going to be the game of the of week. Bill Belichick. It's Pats getting two and a half points. They're getting two and a half. They're going to Indy. I have to say it. It kills me. But You Carson, like Indy, though, Norman. I do, I do. But Carson Wentz is playing excellent football. They have possibly the MVP of the league in Jonathan Taylor. And we all know that Frank Reich is just an incredible coach. He's one of the best in the league. The Colts are rolling. But you know who's rolling even more than them is the New England Patriots. They're number one in the AFC. They have Bill Belichick, the greatest coach who's ever lived, who's ever breathed, okay? And they have Matt Jones looking like the second coming of Tom Brady. I love Patriots. I love when the Patriots are on the road. I love Bill Belichick with the chip on his shoulder. I love the Pats plus two and a half, okay? Now, if that's not good enough for you, here's a second pick. I love the Bengals given two and a half, okay? I love the Bengals and I hate the Broncos. Yes, we're in Denver. I get that. But this Denver team is so wishy-washy. They win one. They lose one. They win one. They lose one. They're starting to look good. They won last week. Huge against the Lions, but the Lions stink. All right? I love the Bengals. I love Joe Burrow. I love everything about this team. They're catching a groove. The Bengals will make the playoffs this year. Mark my words. Bengals minus two and a half. Pats plus two and a half. I love the Pats pick. I I do. I really do. I think that the fact that they're getting two and a half is, is a lot of points. Um, I think it could be almost a pick them at this point. Um, But that being said, on Denver, huh? You're starting to like Denver. I watched Denver a lot this week. They've got something in this Javante Williams. And if they They rush, if they rush the ball, if they focus on what they're good at, keep the ball out of Teddy Bridgewater's hands, run the ball, establish the run then you can base it on you know play action whatnot this javante williams kid is good he's very good and their defense is starting to look a lot better i just think that the bengals are the bengals are so have so much talent in all facets of the game and they really could be special but they're just not finding these wins right now so i i don't know i don't know ticket i i i love your patriots bet i don't mind the Bengals. I just think that that's going to be a dogfight of a game. It could be very well. Could be. I think we're ready to go here. All right. Wheel wheel is set up. Okay. This is my first pick of the day is the Packers. I just want to make that known, but the wheel will determine. I need, I need every opportunity that I can get. All right, here we are. We're up. We're rolling. We're We're rolling. folks. We are spinning and we are landing on. You got the Packers. Oh, the Ravens. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't go again. I just was putting all I was putting all the teams in there. God, that does not bode well for my <laughs> no, Packers. Well, the wheel was 0-1, anyways. Who do we all got right, here? Who do we got here now? Wow, you got Jerry Don Steelers. No, it's the Cardinals. Oh, it's the Cardinals? Cardinals against the Lions. That's always a wonderful bet. <laughs> That's always a wonderful bet. Arizona minus 13. Oh, it's minus 13. Yeah, but look at what happened to the Lions last week. Yeah, Denver. 
Yeah, I think Kyler Murray is going to have a big week this week. Too. I like the week. I like See, where that, the wheels head. That sucks, at. though, because I'd like to cheer against the Cardinals being a Packers fan. I don't want the Cardinals to win, but I mean, but they're, they're going to win. They're going to win. I mean, they're going to win. So you have to get over <laughs> that. And I like where the wheels head's at. I have to say, I love where the wheels head's at. This the is wheel went from taking a, a, an abysmal underdog in the Jets and said, fuck it, we're going to take one of the biggest fucking favorites of the week. We're changing our mentality absolutely 180 Last week, the wheel wanted to look like a hero, okay? (laughs) Now it's like, the wheel's just like, for the love of God, let me get you a victory. (laughs) (laughs) Cardinals minus 13, that's my pick, I guess. And then the Packers (laughs) minus five. I'll be honest, I like both picks. I like both picks. I always like our picks on Thursdays. I know, until they don't fucking hit Sundays. (laughs) But we got to keep doing it. We got to keep going to the well. I mean... Yeah, we do. We do. We absolutely do. Um, all right, we got a game tonight. We got Thursday night. We got the Chiefs. And, what do you like tonight? And the Chargers. Yeah, real quick. Let's let's see who we like. I like the Chiefs. I really do. They lost earlier in game or week three to the Chargers, and I just don't think they're going to lose both games this year to the Chargers. I think they're slowly finding their groove again. I like the Chiefs tonight. You like the Chiefs? What what is the spread at? Oh, it's Chiefs minus three. Yeah. I mean, I think you got to take. I would Chiefs, buy that yeah. down to Chiefs minus two and a half. I think they'll win by a field goal. It was actually at minus two and a half earlier today, so that shows you where the, the minds of betters are. What do you What do you like? Who do you like to win the game, and who, who do you like to bet on? I mean, it's where in LA. That's yeah, here in LA. I think you got to go Chiefs, but the the, the the here's the thing: is all the money is going to be on the Chiefs, so I would not be surprised if the, the Chargers. I don't come- know if it's all going to be on the Chiefs. I don't I know. Majority of it will because the Chiefs now are back. Yeah, and they have already moved the line, so that definitely shows you that a lot of money's going that way. But you know, listen, the Chargers we could go with the Jerry Don way. Everyone the, the likes problem the is Chiefs. I think Eckler Eckler is hurt. I don't know if if Eckler plays is a big big ch- game changer. Fuck it, I'm going with the Jerry Don way of things. If everyone's putting money on the Chiefs, I'm going Chargers. Yeah, I think that's not a bad way to look at it. I think everyone and their mother is probably going to bet, and they're going to look and be like, oh, it's only minus three. The Chiefs are the team. I would not be surprised if the Chargers win this game. They need to win. The Chargers have got to win. They need to fight for the playoff lives to stay in there, and they're still in the hunt. Um, It's an interdivision game. So that means – Bet against the narrative. Every time it's unanimous, every time everyone's sold on a team – Bet the other team. I've learned that from the Don, okay? Bet the other team. I like the Chargers tonight. I think I think they're going to take care of business. I just flipped two <laughs> seconds ago. Uh, I we love them. I coin always flip love out a ticket. <laughs> Absolute coin flip. All right, All right my man. Buddy. That was well, that's fun. That's going to be it. That's going to be it for the sportsmen this week. We're starting to really roll downhill here. I think we're catching a groove. Last week was our very best episode. I think we're putting out another banger this week. Uh, we love doing this. We're going to continue to do this. Sign us off here, Cutsy. Not much else to say. Uh, listen, festive season coming up. It's going to be uh, the holidays are in store. There's a lot to be excited about. Hopefully, Chris Kringle will give us a couple winners as our Christmas presents here because Lord knows we deserve them. But we love having you on board. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Please tell your friends, your family, people that you care about if they want to give a good listen that we're out here. We're just out here. We haven't been discovered yet. We're like a little oil field that just has not been discovered. We're ready to gush that oil out for you and provide good, fun entertainment. Thanks for staying on board with us. And I hope you have a great day. 